Hello everyone, and welcome to Dr. Faye Live, the most powerful radio broadcast on Sunday night. If you have burning questions your Sunday school teacher would not or could not answer, this is the broadcast for you. We take on the taboo, the unmentionable, right here on Dr. Faye Live. And now, for tonight's broadcast, our host, Dr. Faye. Well, good morning, everyone from around the country or around the world or around the state, wherever you're coming in from this morning. We want to welcome you to Wake Up and Pray. It's another opportunity for us to band together and bond together as people of God. Well, something's wrong with my sleeve there. Uh, to be able to channel the energy and the anointing that God has given us into Raising an awareness of the need to bond together and to pray together. Um, you and I have come to this place in the Spirit because God is, through His Spirit, is crying out for the people of God to begin to come together for prayer and to intercede, not only for ourselves, but on the behalf of all of those that are hurting, the billions of people that are in social media, the billions of people that are in uh, connected together, maybe not all to us, no, well, of course not all to us, but are somehow interconnected, all intertwined together inside of social media to be able to uh, come together to minister to people, it, to me, is still just mind-boggling that God will use these tools to change lives, and we are experiencing that, and we have been. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, I'm Dr. Faye, your host and facilitator for Wake Up and Pray. We are started business, and we are here in this space, inspiring, motivating, and encouraging people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and through the gospel of Jesus Christ. We wake up every weekday morning. And we're here at 7 o'clock a.m. East Coast time to band together in prayer. And we're reaching out to those who are hurting. If you have a prayer request, we want to give you the liberty. Yes, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, we have an access um, number for you. And you can always go to wakeupandpray.com to get your country's local number. It's not a long-distance call for you anymore. You can get a local number at wakeupandpray.com and call in direct and have your prayer request made known. I think that is absolutely amazing that a company has made that available for us to use. And so we encourage you to do that. Uh, we've been waking up to pray, as I began to say, every weekday morning at 7 a.m. East Coast time since February 26, 2015. So we're headed into our third year and it is absolutely incredible, the stories that we have and the lives that have been touched because we chose to obey God. It is a choice. It's an act of our will to obey him. And so we're, we are here this morning, and so we branched out into Periscope and to uh, be available for those of you who are lodged here inside of Periscope around the country. We have people connecting with us from Israel, from um, Italy, from uh, Germany, uh, different people. 
recently we released uh, a free book called Free Anxiety Book. Um, it's a book on anxiety, and you can still pick that up. Uh, we checked last night. We still have that page up at an freeanxietybook.com. I want you to get that book. People have been contacting me and sending emails, uh, requesting prayer, telling us their story. Um, yeah, so and, and I encourage them to come to Wake Up and Pray. So if you are here and you've been invited because you first received the, the free anxiety book or the book on anxiety, we welcome you. And our prayer is that you will be totally delivered and set free from anxiety, fear, and worry, and that God will revolutionize your life. We're going to pray, then we're going to get in the Word, and then we're going to pray some more, and then pray some more, because men ought to always pray and not to faint. Thank God for those of you who joined us, because today just may be your day for healing. Amen. Father, we thank you and we praise you right now for this glorious opportunity that we have to come together in this room, in this space, to begin to bond together and band together in harmony, in unity. We wake up and pray, Father God, because you are the one who allowed us this great opportunity to wake up and to pray. You gave us access to the kingdom of God. Father God, even this day, you gave it to us and we give it back to you, Father God. Willfully, we choose to say, Father, this is your day. Use it us in inside of this day, any way that you choose to. We come boldly before the throne of grace to obtain mercy and grace to help in the time of need. We ask that you will forgive us, Father God, of every ill thought or every ill intention or any deed that we've ever committed against you, Lord God. We ask for the blood of Jesus Christ to cleanse us because your word has declared that if any man sin, that we have an advocate with the Father even Jesus Christ, the righteous, that if we would confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We don't want to walk in unrighteousness. We want to walk in the righteousness of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We thank you for the fullness of the Godhead bodily being resident on the inside of us. We thank you for Christ being in us, the hope of glory. We praise you, Father God, because we know that we're serving the Alpha and Omega the beginning and the end. We thank you, Father God, that all things come from you, and everything that's good came from God, and if it's not from you, Father, we don't want it. We thank you, Lord God, that you will help us to discern which way to go and, Father, what to say and how to live and how to be. Your word declares that if we trust in you with all of our heart and lean not into our own understanding in all of our ways acknowledge you, and you would direct our steps. I thank you, Lord, that our steps are ordered of you. We want you to lead God and direct our steps. We want to know the way that we should go. We want to know who we should associate with, who we should disassociate with. We want to know, Father God, the words we should speak in every situation. We don't want to fly solo. We want to fly solo under you. Father, be humble that you will cover us and that you will keep us, as you declared in Psalms 91, that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and that your truth will be our shield and our buckler. We praise you today because we have divine protection from enemies that would try to slay us, those that are plotting against us to ambush us, to sabotage us. 
in the back, in the booth, in the corner, in the dark. Those things that are trying to set up to hurt, to harm us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the abandonment of wicked thoughts and deeds and plots against us. We thank you, Father God, just as you caused the Syrians to flee from their own city and leave all their stuff behind. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you will cause our enemies to flee, and the spoil belongs to us, because you declared in your word that the wealth of the heathen has been laid up for the just. Father, and that you prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. I thank you, Father God, that you have given us that table, that you have given us this banqueting table full of goodness, full of glory, full of joy, full of peace, full of God to the full, to the overflow, from end to end. We thank you for that. Lord, we thank you that we have learned through your word to count it all joy that when we fall into diverse temptation, because we know that the same afflictions are accomplished in our brethren. The trying of our faith worketh for us a more perfect and eternal weight of glory. We praise you, Father God, that everything that we've went through has been for a divine purpose. And we shake off every, every hesitation, sure enough, everything that would try to resist your flow. We shake it off in the name of Jesus through your word, through worship, through praise, through adoration. We shake off the badness and we take on the goodness. We shake off the unrighteousness and we take on the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for all of the places we travel, even the dark places. Because, you oh, in the book of Job, he stated that God dwells in the darkness. Surely you are there. The psalmist said that if I ascend into the heavens, you're there. And if I make my bed in Hades, you're still there. Where can I go from the presence of the Lord? Nowhere. You're everywhere. You are the omniscient God. You're the all-knowing God. You're the omnipotent God. You're the all-powerful one. There is no power outside of your power, not the over office, not the boss, not my employee, not, oh, there's no power outside of your power because you are omnipotent, all power. Thank you, Lord, and you've given us all power in heaven and earth through Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you are omnipresent. You are everywhere. There's no place where you are not. We thank you, Father, that even when we go through the dark places, you're right there. Even in the hospital room, you're right there. In the courtroom, you are there, for you are Jehovah Shammah, the Lord who is there. We thank you, Father, for always being there. While we slept during the night, you were still there. You were right there watching us from within. You were right there watching us around us. You were around our bed. You were around, Father, the room. You were very present, help, in the time of trouble. We did not know how much trouble we were in as we slept. We did not know how much trouble we were in as we slept and summered because you were watching over us. No evil knocked on the door. No plague came in the night. No thief, no robber, no murderer came creeping through the darkness. Father, because you were there, 
We thank you, Jehovah Shammah, because you kept the children where they belong. And parents didn't wake up in this room and find the children gone. Lord God, you watched over your children. Lord, uh, thank you, Father, for, t- for us taking time to have an attitude of gratitude for the things that you protected us from that we don't even think about anymore. We don't even regard it. And when we hear it in the news, we think it's just for those people. But, God, if not before your divine protection, we are those people. We are the 6 o'clock news. We are the 10 o'clock news. If not before the grace of God, Lord, I thank you for manifesting your goodness even when we were unconscious to it. We were out of it, asleep. We thank you for that. Father, we magnify your name today because of your goodness and your mercy that extends to all generations. Father, we praise you that for your mercy that's renewed every day and endures forever. And speaking of your mercy, that mercy that says, even though we were guilty, flat out wrong, God should have been condemned, should have been convicted, but you said mercy pleaded our case. You looked at the blood on the mercy seat, and you said, yes, but I'm covering you anyway. The mercy blood says, not guilty, even though you did it. Mercy says, not guilty, even though you did it. Mercy acquits us. Mercy rectifies it, and Lord exempts us. Mercy takes us out of the equation. Hey, Papa, mercy takes me out of the equation and only leaves the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that even when we've done wrong, and even though people could continue to, to, to stomp on us and try to hurt us and try to do these bad things to us, Father God, mercy has already pleaded the case. Mercy has already said not guilty. Mercy, mercy, mercy has already pleaded the case. We praise you for that today. We thank you, Father God, for building us up where we have been torn down. Thank you, God, for those who've been afflicted and been through trauma and drama, for our friends in the aftermath of hurricanes in Houston, Florida, and PR down there in the islands and Caribbeans and all along India coast, God, I thank you, Father God, for those who've been afflicted and traumatized, Lord, whether it's been city violence or hurricane violence, Lord God, earthquake violence, the violence of raging fires, Father God, tornadic fires and strange happenings, Lord, I thank you for divine intervention. Even though their homes and properties suffer devastation, Lord God, your goodness and mercy is still present. And I thank you, God, for ministering to our brothers and sisters in Texas, in Florida, in California, India, in PR. God, we thank you for the manifestation of God's goodness in those areas. Lord, let those who believe that they have been forsaken, Lord God, we thank you for divine intervention, and that those who are down trying to take advantage of the situation, God, that you will still guard and protect the widows and the orphans and the elderly people, the strangers, God, that you would send forth angels 
embody angels, Lord God, to go into those places. And, Father God, that you will rebuild Puerto Rico, that you will rebuild Houston. You will rebuild the Floridians that were affected and infected with hurricane activities, though the news has gone on to something else. Father God, you're still concerned about our brothers and sisters. You're still concerned about people who are hurting, who can't get the phones on right, who can't get the assistance that they need quick enough. Federal aid can't come fast enough. God, stuck in red tape and political system. Father, I thank you that you're speeded up for somebody today, that you'll move things fast forward ahead, God. I thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Father God, that you'll remove red tape and get to helping people. I thank you, Lord God, that the heart of those that are involved will be toward helping people and not politicizing it or, Father God, or monetizing their, themselves, Father, monetizing it, but be in the place that they will be able to assist and help move people into the place that you call them to be. In the name of Jesus, we declare and decree that it's so in Jesus' name. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you. Mm-hmm. We praise you, Lamb of God. You're altogether good, and there's nobody better. You sanctified us, and you made us righteous, even in our unrighteousness. We thank you for the great exchange on Calvary. Jesus, you took all of our unrighteousness and you gave us all of your righteousness. Ooh, you took us out of crisis and manifested the Christ. Oh, we're so grateful. We pause in this moment to say thank you. Somebody say thank you. Really, tell him thank you. Not while you're curling your hair or getting the children ready or doing what you do. Really pause and say, Father, thank you. Thank you. Even if you don't believe that he hears you, pause for a moment to say thank you. That the glory of God Feel this house again. Let his presence feel this room again. Let the glory of God feel this house again. We want your goodness. We want your glory. We call on the healing power of God again. We call on the presence of God again. Let the glory of God fill this house again. We need your glory in this house again. Lord, we praise you as we ought. And we cry out, holy is the Lamb. 
holy is the Lamb of God. Holy is the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. I wanted to speak to you from my heart this morning on just a follow-up to our Sunday service, and the Holy Spirit placed it in my heart. And we talked about the simple sermons of Jesus. And You know, it's, it's powerful. And, and also from Wednesday night, we talked about the fiery trials. Jesus taught us that in the world we would have trouble. But be of good cheer. He has overcome the world. That is extremely powerful that Jesus is saying, you will have trouble in this world. But not to worry. Don't you worry. It's not so such a much. I've already overcome your troubles. The Bible says of Jesus, though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. God sent his son in the likeness of sinful flesh to condemn sin in the flesh. Jesus took upon him humanity. He was all divinity, the Christ that was in him. But he took upon him humanity. He was robed in flesh just as you and I are, just as you and I are. We're robed in flesh. We are spirit, having a soul, and living a body. So we are robed in this flesh. So he took upon him this robe of flesh so that he could teach us how to operate in victory, even in the midst of chaos and confusion and trouble and rumors of wars and poverty and all of the things that are going on on the surface. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. There comes a moment in your walk with God, in all of our walk with God, that we get to the place where we realize that all of the trouble, all of the problems, all of the issues in life are temporary. And ladies and gentlemen, it's temporary no matter how it turns out. It's temporary no matter how it turns out. It may look as though things are not going in your favor, but I'm here to tell you that grace means favor. That God has given us his unmerited, undeserved, and unearned favor through the finished works of Jesus Christ. He did not leave us without resources because he is our source. In spite of what you're going through, in spite of what you may be experiencing today, I want to encourage you and to let you know that God is saying to you, it's all temporary. What you're experiencing is just a microcosm. It's just a minute Heart. Uh, it's not even touching what Jesus went through on that cross. And he suffered, bled, and died 
so that we could have a right to eternal life. As we shared on this past Sunday that eternal life is now. The revelation of that, I mean, not just Christian cliches now. Oh, she said eternal life is now, but the revelation of it is whenever anything, whenever trouble comes knocking at your door, know that you are in a place where the revelation of God is saying you have eternal life now. That phone call that you can get in the middle of the night, Some of you may have gotten that call last night, and you found your way into this prayer room this morning. Some of you may have gotten that knock on the door yesterday, or you may have gotten that notice that the bank is foreclosing on your property or your car has been repossessed. I don't know what kind of notice you got or that your child didn't come home from school yesterday or your husband announced that he wants a divorce. I don't know what the news is for you. But I know the answer is always the same. Jesus did it all. He's already made a way out of our troubles. He said that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come to the Father but by him. Jesus went ahead of us, and it's a well-paved road. What you're walking through is nothing new. So, well, it's new to me. Yes, indeed. But if you know how to weather the storm, if you know how to walk through the fire and through the flood, you'll come out just fine. And you'll be the stronger because of it. You'll be more insightful. You'll be more discerning because of it. I don't like repeating classes or repeating lessons in life. And I've had to go through a few spiritual lessons or repeat those. And I think, oh, my God, am I stubborn? What's going on? But I knew that God, after it was over with about the third time, okay, God, I get it. Some of us, it takes a little bit more time. And I know people will tell you, well, I do everything God tells me to do when he tells me to do it. Well, you know what? I'm a little doubter on that one, that you're doing everything God tells you to do when he tells you to do it. Your intention may be to do that. But how many times do we delay? Some of us have instructions, read three chapters a day. And if we miss it, I said, don't come into condemnation. Pick it up. The next day, just start over wherever you are and just keep moving. Some of us have instructions to fast. Some of us have instructions to do different things. And we delay and delay and delay and delay. Why is that? We're self-sabotaging our destiny. Everything God tells us to do is for our benefit. He knows what it takes for us to achieve wealth and health. He knows what it takes for us to reach our destiny. 
He knows what it takes for us to achieve our purpose. He knows it. He knows the plans that he has toward us to give us a hope and a future. He has great expectations for our dest- for us toward our destiny and our purpose. God has faith in us. That's why he sent Jesus. Oh, you know. He had faith that we would receive, that somebody would receive him as Lord and Savior. Wow, God had faith in mankind. So whatever fires, whatever you're going through right now, I don't know what it is for you again. But I want you to know that Jesus has already gone through it for you, and he is telling you that you will come out. You will heal nicely. You will be delivered. You will be pulled on the other side of this thing. It will not take you under. It will not take you out. It won't do it. I hear names popping in my head like Mary and Robin. Listen, listen, listen. Yolanda, listen. You're coming out. You're coming out on the other side. You're coming out empowered. You're coming out more matured than you've ever been. You're coming out not only built up for yourself, but you're built up to help other people. Whatever it is that's attacking your body right now, God's speaking healing to you. And if you can receive your divine health, then open up your heart, repent, and receive it. If it's financial breakthroughs you need, God's been working behind the scenes for you. It's not magic. He's been working. He's been working. Primarily to get you to tithe, to get you to obey him, to get you to do what he told you to do already to get you to give him more time. He's working on you. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When you have been when you have been made ready for a thing, the thing will be there. And even when you don't think you're ready, God will send the thing to you. It will come knocking at your door. Deuteronomy twenty eight says, If we obey and do all that he's asking us to do that these blessings will come upon us and overtake us. And we will be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going out, blessed coming in. Why? Because we did what God wanted us to do. If we listen, if we obey. Obedience is not a bad word, ladies and gentlemen. We obey our employers. When they tell you to be at work at 8, most of you be there at 8. <laughs> if they tell you that you only get an hour lunch, you're doing everything they told you to do or you will not get a job. Obedience is not a bad thing. And God is asking for obedience more than sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You can come in and bring a million dollars to him, and that's great. But he said, but I ask you to tithe. You can say, but, Lord, I logged in at least 50 hours for the church this week. Does that count? He said, no, I ask you to tithe. I didn't ask you to substitute tithing. I ask you to tithe. I ask you to do simple things, and you're struggling. This will help you if you'll let it. You may be the CEO of a company, and, and God has called you to be a philanthropist and he's called you to do good or to start whatever, missions or charities. 
and you have been lagging in it because you've been so busy and you haven't done it. You may be the pastor of a church and God has been calling you to close down the third Sunday of the month and take your peoples on the mission field of the city, go knocking on doors. You're sitting in a church with 12 members when you could just say, well, today we're going to the streets. See, you don't think outside of the box because you've been trained to be in the box for so long. You don't know how to hear God in every way. God has a plan for our exit out of every trial. And he's always speaking to you. He's always directing you. If you pick up your Bible and begin to read it, he'll speak to you from there. And if you hearken diligently, you'll begin to experience some breakthroughs that your mind has never even comprehended. The simple acts of obedience are extremely powerful, but you must be willing to do everything he said to do. And even when you mess up, don't beat yourself up. Just repent and get up. You got that? Repent and get up. Don't stay in a stupor. Don't stay in that place and say, well, I'm not good enough. The reason I can't have this is because I'm not good as good as someone else. You're God's child. Whew. That's powerful. You're the child of of all glory. You're the child of God. And there is nothing that you do not have access to. But the way to access it is through obedience. We've been teaching people for whew, over my, about two years now how to close the gap between the prophecy and the promise. How to close the gap between what God has spoken to you and you're actually experiencing it. And we've discovered that you've got to repent. Well, Dr. Fay, I don't think we need to repent. We repented 20 years ago. Why do I need to repent now? That just makes me sin conscious. You know what? Let me tell you, you don't have to be sin conscious to sin. You were doing a real good job of that before you were born again. And many Christians still do a very good job of sinning without thinking about it. Just do it. Yeah. Repentance makes me God-conscious. It inspires me onward and upward. The moment I say, God, Father, I am so sorry, I repent, what happens on the inside of me, my heart turns toward him and away from the things and the stuff. How many of you have experienced that in your repentance as a Christian? Yeah, there are some hearts. You repent and you allow God to just begin to do a new work on the inside of you. Many Christians are still carrying the old baggage from the last thing they did. You can't move forward because guilt and shame and blame is all over you. And you've been stuck. Aren't you tired of being stuck? You're stuck 
and your income, you're stuck in your relationship. You're just stuck. And Father wants to mobilize us to get us out of that place of being stuck so that we can move forward into destiny, onward and upward into purpose. Amen and amen. I'm going to pray again. And while I'm praying, those of you, whether in the conference room or whether in scope or you're coming over from Facebook, wherever you're coming from, if you have a prayer request, go ahead and prepare to drop it in and let the Spirit of God begin to minister to you right now as I pray. You don't have to stay in that struggle. You don't have to stay there. God has already made a way out through Jesus. And I hear the Spirit of God saying the struggle's over. This was a fixed fight before it ever got started. Jesus already planned to win, already knew the outcome. Having spoiled principalities and powers Made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it When he rose he said all power in heaven and earth is given unto me It was a fixed fight The winner went into the fight Knowing he had already won Ah, yeah, God. It was already done. And whatever it is that you're experiencing right now, it's already been fixed. It's already been done. You no longer have to stay in that place until you die. God has called you up and out, upward and onward. Can you hear the sound of victory? Can you hear the sound of an overcomer on the inside of you? Can you hear? Can you hear? Can you hear? You've already won. You've already won through Jesus Christ. I want to pray. If you have a prayer request, go ahead and drop it in the box or go ahead and star six if you're in the room, in the conference room. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you and we praise you for every person here today. We thank you, Father, for those who have come from wherever they've come from. We thank you for this diverse community of people. Father, that you have called into this house to come up into a place that we're no longer stuck in religion or in relationship or in any area, stuck in finances that won't move and won't grow, stuck in relationships or marriages that won't grow, stuck in jobs, stuck, 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 in churches, stuck, in homes, stuck, stuck. We thank you, Father, for manifesting your goodness and glory, that there will be a move of God in this room today. 
that those who have been stuck will be stuck no longer and that they will open their hearts to repent and be challenged to move onward. And, Father God, you said in your word that your sheep know your voice and of strangers they will not follow. Speak, speak, Lord, speak to the hearts and minds of your people today. Speak to every man and every woman. Order footsteps, give directions, instructions, marching orders. Bring clarity and understanding, discernment. Knowledge, comprehension, wisdom, intelligence Heighten our awareness Of your presence Father we yield our vessels to be agents of change To be revolutionists To speak forth revelations that would catapult us out of where we've been to where we need to be. We thank you for turning our world around, our personal world, from the inside out. And we thank you for that. We thank you for every person here who's crying out, I feel so alone and depressed. Father, I speak to the spirit of depression and loneliness, and I command it to go in the name of Jesus. I thank you for saturating the atmosphere with such a powerful anointing that it doesn't matter who believes what or, Father, even if someone's in the room to be critical, that you will minister to them. Those that are in the room for the first time, minister to them right where they are. Bring healing and deliverance now. We know the anointing here is tangible. We know the anointing here destroys yokes and set captives free. I'm sure it does in other rooms, in other conference rooms, in other places where there are ministers, men and women of God teaching truth. We just know what we know here. And we thank you for a tangible anointing. Destroying yokes and setting captives free. Bringing healing and deliverance right where people live. From coast to coast and around the world. Truly. We thank you for manifesting divine health. And uprooting everything that has caused your people to be stuck in sickness and disease. It has caused your people to be stuck in poverty. We speak to the spirit of poverty that has crept in and peeped its ugly head time and time again. We command the demon of poverty to go from this house and away from every obedient vessel. And God, that you will open their hearts and minds to be obedient. For you said, as a man soweth, that shall ye also reap. You said, give and it's given unto us in good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over You will cause men to give into our bosom. And we receive that as part of the finished works of Jesus, his soul. Because that's how that goes right there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Hallelujah to the Lamb. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Okay, it's your time. If you have a prayer request, you can start sixth in the room. And for those of you who are inside of, yeah, thank you, thank you. Those of you who are inside of Scope, you can go to uh, wakeupandpray.com. If you want to um, use a local number for your country, you can call in and be a part of this prayer time this morning. Add your voice to the room. And while they're doing that, I want you to um, take a note and be a part of, we'll probably need to put that on our Wake Up and Pray wall, a Wednesday night Bible class is at 9 and also Sunday morning services at 11 East Coast times. And that is at facebook.com forward slash Dr. Faye Live. You'll be able to participate there. There are no specific prayer requests this morning. We're going to move forward, and I want to pray for the president. God has really put that on my heart. And when the Holy Spirit spoke to me about that, the Holy Spirit was so grieved over the body of Christ for participating in beating the man up. Definitely, the Holy Spirit was grieved, and he sent me on a mission. So, Lord, it seemed to always put me in a position to um, step out of the boat and to set things in order. That's the apostolic anointing. And so he said, no, the body of Christ should be praying for this president. If a nation is corrupt, that means the church is corrupt. Can't give away what we don't possess. Well, I'm not like that. Well, you're not so such a much either. How far are you away from being the thing that you criticize the most? I believe that people around us start mirroring our weaknesses. That's what families do. That's why there's such a clash all the time, because we don't like what we see in ourselves. So we have to go back to the potter's wheel. So before you criticize and try to destroy another person, even if it is Mr. Trump, and you think that you've got a moral right to badmouth the president, not as a child of God, no, you don't. And I know there are people who say, well, I can't believe you say that. You're a black woman and you're saying we should pray for him. I don't care what my skin color is. I know the word has no color. And I know Jesus is spirit, and I know the blood is still red, and I know that the blood is still powerful. And when he says pray for those that have rule over you, pray for those in authority, even the Apostle Paul said in the book of Acts, thou should not speak evil of dignitaries. Don't speak evil of the leaders of your people. I know that's Christian nation, but it's also those that are in authority around us in government. We do what we do. We pray. 
and we continue to pray. Just because he's the president doesn't mean he does not need prayer. He needs more prayer. Because I know this, at the heart and core of people, if I were in the Oval Office, if it were me, you would be doing the same thing. You would be talking about me. You talk about me anyway, <laughs> probably. But you will be bashing whoever. There's always this group of, a, of people who think that they have been called to destroy somebody else. Get your tongue off of people, period, and let it be used to heal, to bring deliverance, to edify. Some of your blessings are blocked and some of you are stuck because your tongue keeps moving it out of the way. Your, stuck, your tongue keeps pushing your deliverance away because you're always talking a bad about somebody. I know, I said it. Oh, I'm sorry, I just clicked somebody on and off again. I believe, wait a minute, I'm sorry. Okay, there you go. We have you on, on you're on, on the air. Hello. Yes, we're Hello. Here. Yes. Hello. Yes. Yes, ma'am. This is Kathy, and you were talking earlier about uh, some people being stuck because of ties and different things, and the Lord just brought to my remembrance something from earlier this year. We had a 21-day fast right at the first of the year, and one of the things the Lord asked of us was to send $21 uh, as part of an offering for that. And I did that, and, you know, it was just for that one time, you know. But you know what? The next month, uh, at the first of the month, you know, I was, I was doing my tithes, and the Lord just put it in my heart to do that $21 again. And every month at the first of the month, I still do that $21. Now, I don't know what that $21 mm-hmm. uh, does inside the ministry. What I know is being obedient uh-huh. And I love to give that $21 because I know that's for my good. And let me tell you something. I'm never without. Right. I'm never without anything. Uh-huh. And this is because of being obedient. And he wanted me just to share that uh, because uh, I, that's that's just one offering. I give other offerings. Uh, but on top of that, this is an extra one. And like I said, I don't. God's never told me what that's for for me, but what I know is it's for my good because any time he asks of me to do something, it's for my good, it's for my benefit. And I just wanted to share that with people this morning. If you're having a, a problem, you are definitely sticking your own foot in front of you to keep your blessings from coming to you. Uh, and I just encourage you to quit that because I have divine health. I have... Everything that I have a need of, I I have it, but it's because I walk in when he tells me to give. Now, I don't always get everything right. I'm not saying that I do. I have to repent every day just like everybody else. But this is one area that I'm not stuck in. And there's some of you out there that are stuck and you keep asking, why not this? It's because of the giving. Open your heart up because he always knows if you give that there's something else that you need that's going to come forth. It's just the, the... part of, of giving and receiving and it's a it's a law of the universe mm-hmm. so people you know i'm just encouraging you uh i know from experience where with i'm talking from so uh, i just wanted to be an encouragement there yeah yeah 
that's great encouragement, great exhortation, as Kathy, encouraging people to be obedient in your giving uh, to to God. If you're part of a local church, you know, and we're not saying that for you to necessarily give here, but you need to be giving. You need to be giving. And, and the Bible says God loves a cheerful giver, and you at least start with tithing. Ten percent of everything that comes into your life should be given to God, dedicated to the Lord. And don't don't try to trick God. He knows how much money you make, really. He knows if somebody gave you $1,000 yesterday. He knows that. He's, he's very good at math. <laughs> God knows exactly what he's doing. And there's a principle behind that. Because when you can give, when you start giving from your resources and you start giving out of that which you, I mean, you're attached to that. Money is an extension of our lives. And when we give the 10%, we're saying, Father, I give you my life. There's a message in that giving. And God set it up so that there will be nothing withheld from us. So we want to stay in that flow, ladies and gentlemen. Tithing is a healthy thing to do. Regardless of what denomination you may be a part of or what group you come from, you need to start today tithing, giving God 10% of everything, and then you'll learn how to obey him in everything. If you don't do that, you can't learn obedience in all things. It just won't happen. You're, there's something that happens to people when they, uh, they, they start giving and continue to give and are consistent in it. Your faith level begins to grow. It just does. I can't tell you what all that is about. All I know is when you give, your faith level just grows. And so God has a way. Everything that he's asked us to do, it was for our good. It's for our good. He knows the plans he has for us. And if we don't work with the plan, the plan will not work for us. And you can't travel from one conference to another expecting magic when you're disobedient. That's just the truth. I know those are hard truths, and many people say, well, I don't know, you know, until you just do what God asks you to do, all you're doing is wasting time. You really are. Be obedient. Do what he's telling you to do. Start with the basics. Well, I don't believe in tithing. Well, that's you. Go ahead with that. Go ahead with that. Do what you do. But for those who do love God and want to obey him, you need to get stepping. You need to get stepping, and that will get you unstuck. I'm telling you, tithing will get you unstuck financially. It really will. But you must come with a clean heart, with a holy heart, with a heart of repentance. And I remember one sister said that she she put the repentance and the tithe together, and she repents as she gives. So she repents as she brings her offering because she knows that her offering is that's a special tithing as a special offering because she gives from a heart of repentance. Amen. So thank you, Kathy, for sharing that with us. I want to pray. I told you I was going to pray for the president, and some people may run away when I do this, but that's okay. We're going to pray for the president. We're going to pray for government and those in authority. We're going to pray for leadership. I want to pray for Wall Street. I want to pray for those that are making corporate decisions that are determining the outcome of some of your paychecks, you know, and praying for government. There are people that are on first-of-the-month checks, 
you better be praying for government. <laughs> you know that you know the decisions that are being made uh, determine your paycheck every month. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now we thank you for President Trump. We thank you, Father God, for the Oval Office. We thank you for the evangelicals that are around him, the committee. We thank you for Paula White and Franklin Graham and the Copelands and everyone else, Father, that would mentor, counsel, pray for this president. Father God, I thank you that we will become one voice to be heard on high. We thank you for delivering. We thank you for setting him free. We thank you for divine protection. We thank you for covering him with the blood of Jesus. We thank you for covering the over office, covering the senators, the House of Representatives. We thank you, Father God, for covering the United Nations. We thank you, Father God, for every president. We thank you, Father God, for the nations, Lord, that love us and the nations that hate us. Lord God, that you have devised a plan. And I know that we are a Christian nation. And we call forth that Christianity to be realized in the hearts and minds of every believer, that we will not just say in God we trust, we will walk as godly people who trust you. Father, I thank you for a baptism of the Holy Spirit from the Oval Office to every office. Father, in the name of Jesus, to the Apostolic Office, the Prophetic Office, to the Evangelist, the Pastor, and the Teacher's Office, Lord God, I thank you for the administration of these gifts that you have bestowed upon the body of Christ. Lord, I praise you for the manifestation of your goodness and glory in homes that are represented in this room, in communities, in zip codes, in countries that are represented right here. Father God, those who are stuck in their families, stuck in relationships, stuck wherever they're stuck, we ask that that spirit of procrastination, hesitation, and humiliation will be uprooted from our souls and cast into desert places where it will not prosper or enter another living thing. We praise you right now for lifting the burden from off hearts that have been heavy, for the yoke is destroyed because of the anointing. I thank you, Lord God, that those who have been grieving will grieve no longer because your word declares that a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. We thank you for happiness, happiness of the heart. I thank you for a laughing spirit, Father God, that we will laugh again, play again, enjoy life again, because this is what you have designed for us to have joy to the full, to the overflow. We thank you because you are the father of great breakthroughs, and we're looking forward to the breakthrough of today. Lord, we thank you as we have prayed that you've ordered our steps into this day, into this atmosphere, this journey that we've never taken before. We want to thank you, Lord God, for the adventure that we'll have today. Father, I thank you for divine favor everywhere we go, in every conversation and everything we have to do. Lord, I thank you that you have shaken us loose from everything that had us bound. And whomsoever the sun sets free is free indeed, that we will enjoy the freedom of the flow. We will enjoy the freedom of obedience. We will enjoy the freedom of giving and receiving, the freedom of receiving your word, the freedom, Father, of hearing you and walking in what you tell us to, the freedom of obedience, not because you are a hard or cruel taskmaster, but obedience is a freedom. And I thank you, Father, we have the freedom to say yes to you. And we give you the praise, the honor, and the glory for that yes, yes, and yes to your will, yes to your word, yes to your voice, yes to your destiny for us, yes to your purpose for our lives, yes, Lord God, to the finished works of Calvary manifesting in our everyday waking, walking, talking lives. Father, we thank you for moving through Congress that decisions will be made in favor of the people, that every man and woman 
on Capitol Hill will remember these words, government for the people and by the people. Lord, impregnate them with a consciousness of, in God we trust. And, Father, we give you the praise for that. And even the flag, Lord, when they look at the flag, even this day as they come together or in their offices or whatever they're doing, Lord, when they look at the flag, that they'll think about you, that it was you, Father God, who gave Betsy Ross the intent and intention, that you were, it was you, Father God, that would cause a blind woman to do great work. It's you, only you, God, could do such things. I think we forget how great is our God, how great is our God from the founding of this country, how great is our God through the wars that we've that have fought on this land, how great is our God that had to separate the north from the south so that Jesus could be Lord over all. We thank you for that and for the coming together of a people, out of a people, out of both worlds. And we praise you for your magnificence and your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, I enjoy praying so much because I know I'm talking to my father. So if I appear sometimes that I just went off and forgot, y'all, I didn't mean to do it like that, but I do, and because this is not entertainment. This is the presence of the Lord. This is the presence of God. Any other prayers, prayer requests, or comments, or praise reports in either room before we do our benediction? Oh, praise be the Lamb of God. You guys are so awesome. Thank you for being with me this morning and being a part of Wake Up and Pray. This is the time that we intercede for people. This is the time. And I don't have time during the day to come back to anybody that was in the room. I just don't do that. And this is this is where I do it, right here. This is where we will mentor you, counsel you. We'll get in whatever we can get in while we're here. We're listening. Good morning. Shalom and good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good- Good morning. Um, this is Vinay. Uh I'm actually still in bed. I, I I woke up and got on the call about 20 minutes after, mm-hmm. and I wasn't, like, really feeling well. Um, but I actually, what had woken me up, uh, awakened me up when I was getting ready to get on the call, is I got extremely dizzy while I was laying down. Mm-hmm. So of course I called on the name of Jesus, and uh, I, I tried to get myself together. And so I'm having like like hot flashes as well. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to get on the call just to even ask for prayer, mm-hmm. but it was like I just couldn't move. So I finally got a chance to start six. So I just want. Um, Everyone to touch and agree with me for a total healing. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what where this came from, but I'm I, I don't know. I just um, so I just called my mother to come get the twins to take them to school because I I'm, I just I just can't get out of the bed right now. So um, thank God I don't have to work today, but I just just want uh, everyone to. Intercede uh, for total healing. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead, dwelled in a mortal body. 
I speak to the spirit that has come upon her, the spirit of infirmity, sickness, and disease. I call you out of her body, out of her system, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I declare and decree himself took her infirmities and bore her sicknesses. I speak to her blood. And I thank you, Father, right now for the cleansing of her blood with the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, as Moses' serpent swallowed up Pharaoh's serpent. Yes. Blood of Jesus goes through Vinay's blood. Yes. Create a transfusion, washing, cleansing, purifying, removing toxins and bacteria out of her system now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you right now. Every spirit, pray, pray, people, pray. Every spirit that has been sent against her in Jesus' name, we stop you, block you, bind you, we cause you to wither up and be no more. We thank you, Father God, for the manifestation of divine health in every cell in her body. I thank you, Lord, because the life of all flesh is in the blood, and we thank you for the cells that are there. The white blood cells, yea, Lord, the red blood cells being cleansed and healed by the precious power of the blood of Jesus. I thank you for the quickening power, the make alive power, the resurrection power being manifested in Vinay's body. Lord, I thank you right now, Father, through every pore in her skin, Lord God, the toxins are coming out and being removed. I praise you, Father God, for the strength, eh, God, the joy of the Lord is her strength. Mary heart is good like a medicine. We thank you, Father God, that the pressure that's even around her chest and in her body will come out now in Jesus' name. For your yoke is easy and your burden is light. I thank you, Father God, that she's not carrying any emotional or any Mm -hmm. mental or psychological issues lodged in her cells or in her body anymore. And we call them out now in Jesus' name and to go into desert places where they will not prosper or enter another living thing. Satan, you have no authority. This is God's child. You have no ownership papers. You have no right to enter. You have no right to be in her home. You have no right to be in her life. In the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus is her petition between death and egg, Papa, and life. I thank you, Father God, that the blood of Jesus is a boundary line for the devil, and he cannot cross that boundary line entering into Vinay's domain. I thank you, Father God, that you are lifting her up from off of her sickbed. Your word says that you will make up our sickbed. That means that we won't be in it. And I thank you. Lord God, that you're making Vinay's sick bed today. And, Father mm. God, that you're raising her up and that you're charging her up. And, and God, I thank you right now that the times of refreshment oh, comes from the presence of the Lord. And I thank yeah. you for the presence of the Lord present with Vinay right now in yeah. Jesus' name. It's every beautiful. spirit of oppression, every spirit that came from other sources, every spirit that yeah. came from outside of the home, go from yeah. her house 
now in the name of Jesus. Cleanse the atmosphere, Holy Spirit, because you're there right now, cleansing the atmosphere, cleansing the atmosphere, and creating an atmosphere of freedom, creating an atmosphere of divine health, creating an atmosphere of joy to the full, to the overflow, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for divine health. Thank you. Thank you for the gift of health and the gift of healing. Oh, yay, Papa. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah to the It is well, it is well, it is well. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Because uh, even when you were talking about the releasing of the pressure, I hadn't even said anything, but I was having pressure still back on my head. That's why I haven't been uh, mm. saying anything on the calls. Because mm. um, I, I almost didn't make it to service on Sunday because I thought I had a, it was like a lot of sinus pressure on my head. And my head, my throat was raw, and so I I knew I had to minister. And so I said, uh, I was like, Lord, please let me just make it to service, and and uh, took some sinus medicine. You know, I'm definitely a a person that really doesn't like taking any type of medicine. I just like depending on the Lord. But I, I so Holy Spirit told me to you know take some medicine and and go on and. I got up and I went on the service and um, I still wasn't, you know, feeling 100, but I, I pressed my way. I went on and ministered. Mm-hmm. We had a wonderful time, and, but I just noticed mm-hmm. something was going on mm-hmm. internally. Mm-hmm. And so I've been really paying attention. Oh, I've really been paying attention. But this morning I had uh, not felt that in, in you know, probably since the first time they tried to diagnose me. And I was like, Jesus, I was like, you know, what's what's going on, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And uh, But as you were praying, I felt the release of the pressure from my head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, God, thank you, you know. Lord. And the enemy really tried to stop me from calling in. I mean, I couldn't. It seemed like every time I moved to even try to reach for the phone, just to start six, it was like just lay there, just lay there, mm-hmm. don't move. And and I I didn't for a while. It was you you mm-hmm. made that last call and you said I'm going to get off the phone and I just with all the strength I had, I just reached out and doubted it, just mm-hmm. so I can get on this. Get on the call, and I just thank you, because God is so faithful. Yes, He is. Yes, so He is. Good. Yeah, it, it reminds me of the woman with the issue of blood. The circumstances yes. were holding her back; looked like they could have held her back, but she. The Bible says she said within herself, yes. "If I can just get to Him, yes. if I can just get to Him, I believe that I will be made whole." Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 
Thank you, Jesus. He's just Thank as powerful you, today as he was that day she touched the hem of his garment. Oh, hallelujah. Hey, he's still going about oh, doing good and healing all who are oppressed oh, of the devil. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, he's an ever-present help in the time. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. God yes. knew that you needed this today. Yay, yes. Papa. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lamb of God. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lamb of God. Thank you, Lamb of God. God be the glory for the things he is doing. Yes, okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praising God with Vinay because God has done a work in her body today. And He's going to carry her through this day, restoring, making new. And maybe you didn't start six today or you didn't call in at all and you're in scope you're in scope right now and you have an issue. That woman with the issue of blood, she had an issue. Jesus is a master over issues. So whatever your issues are, maybe you can't call in like Vinay did. Maybe you're at work and you're scoping or whatever you're doing. But you're still saying, God, I need that too. I need that too. I pray in the name of Jesus that that same anointing is present with you, whether you're at your desk during lunch or whatever you're doing right now that the presence of God is with you now, delivering and setting you free. You don't have to be ashamed here. You don't have to. You see how I come in here sometimes, things not always perfect and right, and I looked at my sleeve and I thought, what did I dip my sleeve in this morning? It's not a perfect environment. We just have a perfect God. We have a God who loves us so much that he would let us call in to get delivered, that he will let us sit here in front of this camera this early in the morning with my war paint (laughs) slapped on and sitting here in front of you to minister life to you right where you are and to let you know that he loves you in spite of everything that you've ever said or thought, he still loves you, and he's after you. He's chasing you. Because he has a blessing. He has a life full of blessings. Not just a blessing, but a life of blessings. Woo! And he wants to bless you on every hand. So not to worry. Not to worry. You don't have to stay in your struggle. Jesus has already gone through it for you. Mm-hmm. We're listening. Shalom, it's Vinay again. <laughs> yes. God is doing a wonderful work. And I just need to I need to deposit this song. Sure, sure, sure. In here. You got it. He is jealous for me. 
Loved like a hurricane, I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. Yes. When all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory and I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. And oh, how he loves us so. Yes. Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us so. Oh, how he loves us all. Yes. Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us all. I said, he is jealous for me. Woo! He loves like a hurricane. I am a tree. Bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. Yeah, yeah. When all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory. And then I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. And oh, how he loves us so. Yes. Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us so. You guys. Keep on singing tonight, but you guys have got to understand this. Just a few minutes ago, she could barely. Just a few minutes ago, she could barely star six to ask for prayer. And here she is with a strong. Worshiping God. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, for they are weak, for God is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. He does. Yes, Jesus loves me, for the Bible tells me so. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's transformation. Hallelujah. Thank that's you. the presence of God. Yes. Just a few minutes ago, struggling to star six. <laughs> Yay, Papa. Won't he do it? He'll do it every time. Every time. Every time. He's faithful. He's faithful. 
telling you, he's the this the resurrection power of Almighty God that's present in this room this morning. What your need may be, I don't know what you're going through, but I'm telling you, the presence of God is here to heal and to deliver. And you come behind in no thing because of what Jesus has done. Oh, how he loves you and me. Oh, how he loves you and me. Oh, Vinay, that just gives me goosebumps, whatever those are. To hear you now. (laughs) My Lord, thank God for recording because people go, no, she's fine, she's fine. Oh, but you should have heard her a few minutes ago. Oh, it's the Holy Spirit that has made it all better. All better. All better. Admit it. He who has begun a good work is faithful to complete it. Ooh, oh, precious God. Lamb of God. Ooh, thank, thank you, Lord. Vinay, for coming back and sharing that worship experience with us. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah to the Lamb. That was her testimony, that worship experience. And those of you who've been here the past ten minutes, you know exactly. You've just experienced that. So, oh, my Lord, look what God just did. For for our sister, who couldn't raise her head, who couldn't get out of bed, who couldn't do star six, who could barely call in, just did a worship. Whew. We just joined her in a worship experience. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, boy, look at our time. I didn't realize. Go ahead. We're listening. Good morning, everyone. This is Taylor. And Good morning. Good morning. I'm thankful for what God has done in Miss Renee's life. It just that gave me chills just to hear her worship God, and um, I'm just I'm just thankful for what He's doing because there's times that you know I call upon God and it seemed like the trouble, like the situation, there was no solution, but then God would bring in help for me, mm-hmm. and He could do it through someone or just showing Himself in another way. So I'm just glad that I got to witness. A miracle through the line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I have a prayer request. Um, this is um from my uh, parents because they're not able to get on. Mm-hmm. Um, they asked for safe travels to Puerto Vallarta, um, and that their flight has been delayed because of a storm. So. Mm-hmm. I hope that makes sense because I want to be specific. Okay. All right. They're traveling, and so their flight has been delayed because of the storm. Mm-hmm. So they're and safe. They're safe then. So we thank um, God for that, for uh, for that um, act of safety. Whenever I'm in the airport and people start griping and complaining about the delays, you know, whatever, I always say, God is saving me. God is sparing me. He's protecting me. A delay is a good thing, you know, uh, especially in the wintertime, and people get really antsy because of the freeze on the planes or whatever. And I'm thinking, let these people do their job. The city will still be there when you get there, you know, hopefully. So um, let people do their job. So we thank God that they're still uh, on land and that they're not in danger, and we pray, Father God, that that they prayed before they left and that they're on an assignment that God ordained 
first thing. And because if they're being led of God to go where they're going, then Psalms 91, we initiate the act of covering them in the name of Jesus, that no evil shall befall them, neither shall any plague come near their dwellings. I thank God for perfect peace the peace that passes all understanding, and I pray that they have a joyful and a wonderful and a peaceful time the entire trip and that when they return, it will be more than they even expected. It will be beyond their expectations. And I thank God for that in advance, in Jesus' name. And thank God for them having a daughter to stand in the gap for them. Thank you, Dr. Faye. Appreciate it. Yes, ma'am, you are so welcome. And thank all of you for being here today for another Wake Up and Pray, spending this quality time with us as a corporate unit, banding together and bonding together. You need to drop your prayer requests in. You'll see God do some amazing things. Go over to wakeupandpray.com. You can give there, get your numbers there, and you can also um, drop your contact information in there. There's a little screen that will pop up, or it should be popping up, for your name and your email address so that you can stay in touch, stay plugged in, get notified. I want to thank all of you for joining us from Periscope, from the conference room. I want to thank Ms. Taylor, my little special intern assistant, out there doing her thing, posting for us. Appreciate all of you who are laborers in this field We are doing some amazing things for the kingdom of God using technology. So whenever you see this face around social media, make sure you follow us, join us, connect with us, show us some love and favor, some thumbs up, hearts, whatever you do, you know, support us. We appreciate it. And be kind to us. (laughs) Be kind. And we we, we want to know who you are. And we've come to know some beautiful people inside of our conference room. We've had our first Wake Up and Pray conference this year in Chicago. And we don't know when we'll have another one, but we've had at least one. And it was great seeing people belly to belly, shoulder to shoulder, face to face. Vinay Wattour and and Brother Kenneth and Ricky all took care of the praise and worship. And it was just a great time of fellowship and fun for those of us who only knew each other through the conference room, we came and connected face-to-face, and it was great. So we're not just leaving it online. It's an offline experience for the glory of God. Love you guys. God bless you. And I pray that there will be an amazing, amazing unveiling of the presence of God upon your life today. Whether you need him physically, as Vinay did, or some other, some other people may have, or you need him to manifest his goodness financially. Um, in your job, in your business, you go and have great expectations. See it come to pass. Know that he made you worthy. It's okay for you to thrive and not strive. It's okay for you to get unstuck, mobilized, and do something in your family, in your community, in your life that no one has dared to do before. Until next time, this is Dr. Faye. And I want to thank you for joining me for another Wake Up and Pray. I love you, God loves you, and we'll see you soon. Have a blessed day now. See you. This broadcast has been sponsored by friends and partners of the Global Church and Dr. Faye. We invite you to become a partner right now at www.drfay.com.
or call us at 215-621-9704. That number again, 215-621-9704 to make your tax-deductible donation. Join us next week for more of Dr. Fay Live. Up to the hill, always be reminded.